focus on things like that. So these comedians kind of gave me a lot of life. Um, and as a result of that, I wanted to, my way of saying thank you was creatively. Um, I made this shirt. I would, I would study them and see that they would say these, these taglines, the things that, that was the one bit. I would watch the audience, what they would respond to the most in this saying, and I would come back the next week with what they saying on the shirt. Um, with no intention of them wearing or anything, that was just my way of saying thank you. But what ended up happening was most comedians, the next week I go, they rocking my shit on the stage. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then word yeah. get around, and the next comedian won one, then another comedian, then another one, then, then they started start one start videos. You hear me? Yeah. Better start charging at some point. Yes, indeed. Easy because of work you did that. You know, oh, you be working like a government mill. Yeah, that word, let, let uh, get another word? one of them free shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exposure. Yeah, that's a, don't call me for that. I know you get like five more of them free shirts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, five yeah. more of them now, free now shirts. Now they put the free in front of that just to make sure and it's free. comedians taught me that with BET because they said that was the line that BET gave you with comedy people. Exposure. We won't give you a little, no money, but the exposure is priceless. But the exposure, you know, don't pay no gas bills, no light bills. Yeah, that's when you just hang around the set. But if you was a, a book comedian, they paid you. Because my first time on Comic View, I didn't get on the year when everybody was getting the um, minimum wage. Mm -hmm. I thank God for that protecting me, you know, because I was really, real adamant about it. It was like $250 for five minutes, and they run your shit to the end of the universe. Yeah. Then the union got involved, and they would end up paying uh, anywhere from a thousand to twenty five hundred dollars for uh, a five, ten, fifteen minutes. Yeah. Five, ten, fifteen. Yeah. Some of them got to do it was five, ten, and twenty minutes. Twenty minutes for that, that big axe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. The Samoas and the Bruce Bruces and uh, earthquakes and all of them when they stopped through uh, Marvin Dixon, yeah. Corey Zuman, Miller, Dirty South because she was a natural. She, her style was unpredictable. We got to get her on here too. So we can put that in the log book. You know what I'm saying? But a brother like you being around so long from, I mean, comedy and hip-hop kind of go hand-in-hand, hand, you know what I'm saying? With the shirt thing and the slant, the, the sayings, like, this is a new comedian with a new saying every day, so please don't stop. Rapper with a new quote every day. Oh, yeah, yeah, and you know what I'm saying? I see you got that book with Nipsey Hussle, bro. What's that oh, about? Yeah. What you doing here? You just never start reading? Just started. I picked up uh, the Rick Ross book came out, Khalid Kweli book came out, so mm -hmm. I started, I've been multiple reading, but yeah. I got a trip to L.A. soon, so I kind of wanted to finish this before I go. Um, big fan of Nipsey Metal person and got autographed. Hold it up for the camera. I want them to see that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what we support Nipsey. Marathon don't stop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Neighborhood. Know. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Real good brother. When I met him personally, he autographed some uh, a cassette for me as well. Yeah. Humble um, down earth, right? Dude. Hey, I, I always heard good stuff about Nipsey Hussle. He I came to DTL I, I ain't never heard nothing uh, bad about Nipsey Hussle until after he died. They always got something bad to say. Of course, because you can't defend yourself. So, you know, that's how they do it. Talk back. Uh, yeah. let, me, let me send a quick shout out to uh, Rest in Peace to Trouble, DTE, man. School Wild man. situation this uh, weekend, you know what I'm saying? And all the rumors and the stories coming out. I just want you to rest in peace, brother. I don't even want to carry, uh, speak on the headlines and the titles, this and that. He say, she say, whatever. People just do what they do. The clout chase. But I just want the brother rest in peace. I love your music. You know what I'm saying? My first time hearing you when you first came home, 431 days. I guess that's how long you was locked up. And I told you that every time I saw you from Bonfire to Benny Hanna's to every time I see you, like, bro, you tell me that every time you see me. Because it was like, I wanted to let you know that's what the song I love. Um, All I'm worried about. My mother, my brother, my sister. You know what I'm saying? Everybody in the DT with that tat on their face is my man. You know what I'm saying? School was a real one, man. Every time I went to Arbor, I see him. Thug life. I've seen him at A3C, just always genuine, one of a kind. Yep. Uh, most recently, went him at Lou Will party and Q, uh, Q from P from QC party, man. Um, yeah. Turn both events up. Like, 
it just it's just tra- um, tragic that he had to go through that. But I just hate being like being part of him in that last day and, and having that memory. But yeah. those were good memories. He was always the life of the party, always left with a smile on his face, and he he was about family and loyalty. So like you said, R.I.P. School man, Thug Love. Say man, every time somebody passes, bro, you gotta remember. Like, we all on borrowed time, man. We never know how long we gonna be here. You feel me? You know if you gonna, you, you ain't promised the next minute. You feel me? So that's why you treat people right while they're here. So you know what I'm saying. Rest it was his Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When you live, when you when you live, and people got all these good things to say about you, you get what I'm saying. It, it really doesn't matter how long or short your life is. You get what I'm saying. You fulfill, you know, your human experience. You get yeah, what I'm I guess I guess that's what it's about. Yeah, we all got to go some some type of way somehow, and we don't know how we gonna go. So thank God, we I, I, we we gotta we gotta set up in our head. We gonna go out go out like your grandmothers, your grandparents. I don't want to die. Like that. Well, I mean, I, hey, look, look. Put that in there. Hey, look, hey, look. I don't want to go. Hey, look, I'm sorry to hurt your feelings, but, but you, ain't nothing you can tell me, brother. I'm gonna live on, live strong. Yeah, look, right? physically, you're gonna die. Energy you never die. die. You yeah. never die. F- um, you never die spiritually. Ever. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, unless you're just living in the physical. And that's something Dame Dash taught me. Like you, you can't control the, the day you were born and the day you die, but yeah. you control that dash in the middle. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what you're responsible for. That's your, your that's you your impact right your there. Ass. So, uh, remember, man, it's, it's 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 people who came in this world and left within that same day. It's people who came in this world and left within that same minute. So for you to live 34, 35, 50, 60 years, that yeah. that's a blessing. You know, I thought you were talking about abortion. I was like, guilty. Guilty. Nah, it's all good. I understand what you're doing. It's just, it's just the thing that nobody come back and tell you about. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Like, Life is what you Only one time. Like, ain't nobody never came. Like, look here, man. Look, boy, I'm telling you. Boy, they ate the serving margaritas up in there in heaven. Look, <laughs> it's how it goes. The illest yeah. illis story that I ever heard was Biggie. When he said, <laughs> when I die, fuck it, I want to go to hell. Because I'm a piece of shit that ain't hard to fucking tell. Yeah. Don't make sense going to heaven with the goodies. Goodies dressed in white. Fuck that. I like black Tims and black hoodies. Yeah. <laughs> God dang! I was like, boy, some, that's artistry. You hear me? Yeah. You want to hear something crazy about hell? What? <laughs> we <laughs> living in it. No, you, no, no. You know why they created hell? Why? Because uh, they, that shit come from slavery. And during slavery, it's the slaves who kill themselves and shit because they ain't, you know what I'm saying, under those conditions and shit. So they taught them that about hell and shit like that so they wouldn't kill themselves. So they would feel guilty about dying, so they would just stay and work. What a mental mind fuck. Yes. And it still goes on today. Live your life, people. Sure. Don't live as a slave. Live your life. That's true. Live, man. We don't worry about dying. Just Shout out to Saha the Prince with his new album, too. Cause he oh, he got a new album that came Boy, out? Boy, I'm bumping it right now. He just shouted out Nips. He was talking about that number 33. That like motherfucker said, when Jesus died when he was 33, he was like, when he died when he was 33, I guess he was some form part of Jesus. Something like that. He spit it to rhyme. You can go listen to the album you heard. But I like Saha. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad he made it through that tragedy when they flipped his arm. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was very serious. Most people didn't make it through that, you know, any highway shootings. But that brother survived. So live on, rock on, keep making good music. And he a writer for a lot of artists that's, that people that's don't the way know. Of life Yes, he said something like he's a ghost writer and he writes fire for these people, so I'm sort of like ghost writer. 
charges and all of that. Yeah, it's, it's an art form. You being creative, you don't... But it shouldn't be held against you in court because mm-hmm. it, it is an art form, but they try to use it like... I can see, like, <laughs> if they telling the time and the dates, which they probably think. Nah, but... And they telling their own About a week ago. I went around with Lil Mark. No, 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 no. Lil Mark had the shiny. I'm going to say it like this, right? Oh, and like, this is just me being... This is me being 100% real. Okay. If you... If everything in your rhymes they can say they can go and find that you did it. Why? Why? Why would you take that out? Now, from my my end, if I'm on trial or something, hell no, I don't use my lyrics. But from the defense, the the, the, the district attorney, come on, put a molly all in oh, the yeah. drink. She hey, look, ain't look, know it. Hey, look, look. <laughs> Somebody's going down. Hey, I, I be I be trying to tell people this right here. Pictures. Let, let's say hypothetically speaking, it was a mad shooter rapper, right? That beat beat his mad shooter charges, right? <laughs> Right? And he come up there and he start rapping. Yeah, I, I knocked off 20 people in Walmart and got away with it. This, that, whatever, whatever. Would you not want him to use those those lyrics? Would you not want them to use those lyrics in, in court? Yeah. Think sure. about it. He yeah. might get off if he But if he's an intricate rapper, he could be real slick with yeah, it. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to talk that shit, talk that shit, but be slick with it. Don't just say, look at it, they got ran up in your mama's house and shot up the but couch. But some of them rappers ain't. The couch is purple. They ain't real rappers. That's why they do it like that. Yeah. My, my defense to that is is mm-hmm. like um, Pusha T and even Sai had said it. Um, we don't question Robert De Niro or Arnold Schwarzenegger. They're able to creatively be a killer on film. Yeah, and walk out and be their regular life. Where rappers are compared to, it has to be authentic. When yeah. they're just Pusha T, he says himself, "I'm I'd rather stay in that land because I know that best." But you don't challenge Scorsese. He only makes mafia films. We don't say he should make a comedy. He sticks to his lane. That's creative. Dr. Yeah. Dre, we know he didn't smoke weed. He wasn't in a gang. We, but it's yeah. creative. It's, 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 it's an art form. Yeah. We're charged to a different scale because we profit off it and we're African-American. Mm-hmm. There's that against us. Well, yeah. a true knowledge guy for that one. Yeah, but see, when it comes to uh, music, we, we, we have the only genre of music where we talk about doing shit to each other. You get what I'm saying? Nobody else does that. You know what I'm saying? Like even when you go to all these other genres of music, oh, they they talk about all kind of sick ass shit, but they ain't gonna talk about doing that nothing one. to each other. What I noticed too, you know what I'm saying? They genocide. They don't. They don't use genocide on each other, bro. Whoever the hell over them record labels pushed that ignorant shit had that. They wanted to go to some jail. of that shit. Don't supposed to be on the radio, bro. Bro, Crazy Bone said that. You remember Crazy Bone oh, read that? Yeah. How can anybody debate? That letter right now. It's like when they debate debating the Willie Lynch letter. You get what I'm saying? They say, "Oh, it, it didn't really happen." You know what I'm saying? But Let me give you an example. Um, Plies. Plies was on Atlantic Records, right? Yeah. His first album came out. It was um, he said "nigga" on the album 43 times, right? <laughs> Cleared it. Mm-hmm. He said "cracker." Label said that. Mm. Won't allow you to put that on the album. Yeah. Can't allow you to say that. They let that man say nigga 43 times yeah, and there was yeah. no issue in there. Fuck bitches and everything. But that's how they say it in Florida, though. Puss ass cracker. But see, they don't even understand what the hell a cracker is. Shit. 
There's a white soft tea no, in the cracker. No, no, no. It's a motherfucker in the authority that can oh, crack a cracker. Oh, that's why they call them cracker. That shit deep. The cracker barrel. That shit go back that far? Yeah. God damn. So, so it's not really an insult. It's just a way for white folks to to um. It's just a way for white folks to compete in racism. Say no, you guys are racist too. But real talk, nigga, say cracker shit. You can be that's a Florida word to me though. Because I know a bit. The cracker is a person of authority who can crack the whip on you. you. Remember, uh, Dick Gregor gave an analogy for hunky. You know how that was. No, I right, all right. Well, this um, break down history right here. Yeah. Uh, prostitutes, mm-hmm. um, hunking hump, the horn, but most of them were always wanting black women, and the white men would always want them, so they called them hunky mm-hmm. because they were the one hunky. Man, oh, this is hilarious. Get your ass out of here, okay? You heard the one about the eyelashes. I know you heard it. No, what happened? That this girl with the big eyelashes and stuff, that should come from prostitutes too to stop the nut dripping in the eyes. <laughs> well, there you have it, a cognac boy fun fact. We took you down up through that. Yeah, so she can do her job right. She got on Comcast. She got eyes in eyes. It's burning. It's funny. She, got she had to go into the next, the next jump. Or should I say, uh-huh. she had to go into the next hunky. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love my job, man. Them eyelashes getting disrespectful. You can hear them yeah. now when they blink. Yeah, I saw a girl eyelashes from down the street from the back. Like, I was like, this shit is preposterous. Like, you don't take them butterflies off your I face. I know, they should not be out this way. What the fuck? I don't know what's getting worse. The lashes or the baby hairs. Oh, you know, my. Are they back with baby hair? The forehead, this, this shit and... But when they dry out, this I don't know. Hey man, I like wiping their baby hairs the other way when I mean I'm like, this is and they nice. got the fake ones now where you just tape them on. Oh, just man. tape them on. I thought right? it came with that little hair helmet they be wearing. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 I never, I never, I never been about to smell the chick and be like, man, where's her baby hair? <laughs> like, man, I can't hear the chick with no hey, baby hair. Don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> God, like, man, boy, y'all boy, hey, hey ladies, man, y'all gotta stop overdoing these eyelashes. Come on now, we can't even see your true eyes. We can't see your. They didn't glue. They didn't glue the other ones off. Yeah, what you got about, about the shit? Them shit be hanging off and shit. Like, <laughs> they be crusty too. I feel like, girl, y'all gonna get they an eye infection. I woke up. I thought it was a spider on the dresser the next morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, shit. 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 <laughs> Y'all need to stop bashing women. <laughs> that ain't bashing. No, they think everything's bashing. <laughs> hey, man, that was a great little road we went down. Yeah, but we got to get more back into New Face. New Face was there. Let me tell you something, bro. I watch your Instagram. I saw a lot of your videos. You've been around brothers since they was young in this game. Before the money came. You know what I'm saying? You got a couple of interesting stories. I know you've been around um, T.I. I saw you in the room with him when he was talking about it when he asked for his first two meals. I'm serious. You in the room. I was like, this is crazy, bro. Yeah, you damn near took it back to that. Like, hey, I'm you serious. want two mil. And that brother, he, he studied and did his knowledge. That's why he is one of the successful ones in the music industry. Because yeah. I know he was like two million and a JV. What's a JV? You know? A joint venture. Joint venture. Whereas opposed to a label signing you, they said, no, we're partners. Yeah. So I'm you know, like my how boss. How Nas and uh, Jay-Z did. Yeah, they had a partnership. Yeah. That's good. They've been through a lot because it started with Jay Prince and Master P. Like, so he followed their predecessors, like Tony Draper, where it's totally independent. So the next step is joint venture to where a label 
don't have control over everything yeah. as they used to do. But joint venture is like, no, this is what we bring to the table. Rockefeller and Def Jam. Yeah, I remember them arguing in that, that documentary. About that jacket. Yeah, it was like, why is all my artists from Rockefeller wearing Def Jam jacket? And it was well, nice Dan, jacket. Dan Cash was very was But he was way ahead of his time. Like, he, he, it's about marketing and branding. And you killing our, what we building, with, yeah. they gonna think our, our artist is Def Jam. So I understood that argument. Yeah, that, you know would, be, that would be like LeBron James pretty much. You know, wearing a Falcons jersey? Nah, like he, like, nah, we wearing, we wearing the LeBron shit on, on the team. Like we on the Lakers, but all the jerseys. Nah, y'all put the LeBron jerseys on. Oh, everybody gotta yeah. wear LeBron. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Like your last name, something else, and you got James on the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's my team. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. But that's 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 crazy, man. That's a whole lot. Yeah, level. I want to meet Dame Dash too, man. Shouts out to Dame Dash. He had a studio too. Uh, what is it? Dame Dash Studios? Where he put out independent movies. They on uh, Tubi, Hulu, all that. You can check that's out his independent network. movie. I watch. Yeah, He's I in a rock and roll band. Yeah, yeah. Author. He signed my boy Lights Out. Um, one summer they were supposed to do a reality show. Yeah. And uh, had new artists, so they had picked up two new artists that he was doing. And you talking about Kevin Hart's first film, Noriega putting him in the movie. Yeah, uh, Paper Daniels, Soldiers, right? Funded Lee Daniels first. Paper right? Soldiers, wasn't Paper it? Soldiers, Paper right? Soldiers, and, and that's one. a classic too, man. Like, you don't get, look, Paper Soldiers don't get the, the respect of, uh, that, it, that it deserves. Very funny movie. That's a Raw very Kevin funny Hart. movie. Very funny movie. Beanie oh, Siegel right. was very fun, a very funny bully. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was hilarious. That's that. Smokey yeah. Suarez. You do, you yeah. do have a lot of historic items that you keep. Like you, you really. So you're a part of that. Man, you got a boy. You got to tell him. You're part of yeah, the um, trap him. museum. Yeah, because you do have a lot of a lot of stuff. Bro. Yeah, elaborate on yeah. that, man. Because I know you my got. people from Virginia when they come to all the everybody go there. Well, we going to trap museums. This was named top five um, places to visit while you're in Atlanta. Yeah, um, and it's always full and packed. Um, and I'm it was an honor to be a part of it because um you know Tip bought that property um and, and, and realistically I, he had an album release for his tenth album. Yeah. Um, and he wanted to do an album release party and do a pop-up event for that day. And, and that was it. But he saw the results of the people coming out and they thought bigger. It was like, this could be an ongoing thing and a way to turn and make revenue off of this continued revenue. So they were able and they had a collective group upon himself and multiple people were part of that group. Um, shout out to Maya Bailey of City Inc. Um, recommended myself. Um, so a call was made. It was like, you know, what can you bring trap influence and, and my collection is big, big, Humongous, but bro. to do trap is kind of easy. I mean, because, you know, so my goal was to get the tips, the Jeezy's, the Gucci Mans, uh, female. I was the first one to put, like, Gangsta Boo, Mia X, um, yeah. in there. And they uh, needed that. They needed that, yeah, especially Gangsta Boo. Representation, yeah. Being a, a powerful influence in the beginning and your voice and then, like, around a whole bunch of guys yeah. and holding your own. You know what I'm saying? For Gangsta Boo. Shout yeah. out Gangsta Boo. Mama Mia. Mia, Mia yeah, X. X no, yeah, I love yeah, yeah, and Trina too. But Trina yeah. was like 16 when she dropped that, right? Yeah. When she dropped what? Nah, nigga. Don't know now. Nah, nigga. She, yeah. she, she ain't had no titties. What the hell? Yeah. Go watch the video. Trick that in them yeah. boy. R. Kelly was, was at the goddamn Hey, R. Kelly was down with Trick that in But that's no story. Look at Hey, this brother part of the trap right. was making no. history in Atlanta. No. We got to know more. Man, we got to know more, man. But goddamn, man. Them lyrics, even though they got damn. Trick that wrote that problem. Five or six best friends? He shouldn't have wrote it. <laughs> I don't think she wrote that kind of <laughs> 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 Yeah, right. Her early stuff. Rick Ross was nope. writing. Nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
who wear more polo than these bitches. A lot of people didn't even know that Rick Ross was a powerful pen. Every powerful pen come from behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? Even that R&B dude that wrote a lot of hits. They call him Sean the Pen. Dream too. Yeah, Sean Garrett. I saw him at all. Neo was one. Did this one night. And Neo was a writer. Yeah. Yeah. So I tell all the comedians and artists out here, you know, keep your pen to the paper, yo. One day you'll shine too, because sometimes you could deliver the work better than. I tell you, um, story Bob. B.O.B. He was writing. He was on Atlantic Records, and one of his sessions, you know, he had a song with Bruno Mars, but Bruno Mars, he saw him write the hook early, and he told him he was part of the writing team. B.O.B. was like, man, you should become an artist. Like, why are you just stuck in that? And he was like, you know, look at what Bruno Mars is now. But back then, big, big. I love his shit, especially that wasn't like smoking out the window. So Silk Sonic. Anderson Park, yeah. yeah. Anderson Park is a true time. He came up under Dr. Dre. When I first heard him, he stood out on the jump. Um, on the uh, the diary, the diary of the the joint. Oh, the Compton album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Salute Dr. Dre for that. But I heard him out of everybody on there. I heard the other dude too. I get dressed, go to the all white party, dressed in all black. His voice stood out to me. But Anderson Park, and and then hearing the instruments and all of that stuff. And then I started looking at brother Zoo Man, which will be here later, turned me on to Anderson Pop. Yeah. And I listen to a lot of his music, man. Like I could, I could, I, I ride the rhythm with that good dude. You know what I'm saying? When I want to get away from rap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I know I got room for Hip hop influence, but and you can hear it. But again, if you stick in that R and B, so he's yeah. like the best of both worlds, man. Yeah, go yeah, get I, it. I got a question, man. What What do y'all think happened to R and B? Like, it's still around. Nah, it ain't. It ain't. It Tanking ain't. them is still here. Nah, They're pushing it ain't, the. It ain't. When I say is it, what happened to R and B? Female like, rap. How about that? Nah, I'm saying. I heard ten happened, songs back to back of how much man shit, and they want to uh, bust in our face and rob us. I was like, goodness gracious, y'all hate us. I mean, ultimately, they wanted to be us. Well, you know, they, they got their time now. Because what is of, it, Meg the Stallion and? How many other minions? All the other minions. But, but the crazy thing yeah. is, right? And they messing these girls' heads up. But but the crazy thing is, like, like that's that's the part of the chess game, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to, in order to uh, control a race of people, you know, the most powerful piece is, is to control the women. You get what I'm saying? Because they can either build you up or they can tear you down. If they don't play their part, y'all, y'all is going down. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So... <clears throat> No, they get they get women a bag and all that stuff like that, and they they'll discredit you know the men in their life who helped them get there and all that stuff. They do that a lot, you know. If you look, there's no woman who made it, you know, like far as in the industry and all that stuff like that. It's no just all women push this person. It's always men who are behind the scenes or helping them do that. You know what I'm saying? But when they they get on tracks and they just Slaughter, like oh, oh nothing good about a man. But then they'll go to their houses and have a great marriage and all that stuff, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's it's kind of the same thing that they're doing with the uh, with the male rappers. You get what I'm saying? They that's, ain't out here killing people like that. That's but, like our powerful black leaders. Not to take away from nothing that you're saying. Back yeah. in the days, how they used to be like, 